Welcome home with Pastor Alice Smith, a program that represents the place that Christ has prepared for us. Good morning. I want to welcome you to our Wednesday morning broadcast of Welcome Home. God bless you and thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Pastor Alice Smith and let's start out in prayer. Father God, we just bless you today, Lord God. We thank you for those who have tuned into this broadcast today. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would give them ears to hear and a heart to receive your word this day. Holy Spirit, I ask you to move throughout this airways today and touch the hearts of the people. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. You know, I always pray about what the Lord wants me to talk to you about today. And I just, I'm just so um, elated and glad that you have joined us today. He says that he doesn't want you to worry. You know, there's scripture that we're going to turn to, but he said, don't worry. Be happy. Remember, there's a song that um, this guy used to sing. Don't worry, be happy. God doesn't want you to worry about your situation or worry about your problems or worry about, you know, the things that you have to do. You know, the scripture says to cast off your cares upon him because he cares for you. So the things that <clears throat> you're concerned about or the things that you're worrying about, you know, don't take thought for them. You know, get, the, get, do what you can do, but what you can't do, don't worry about it because he, Jesus is our Lord, he's our savior, he's also our supplier, he supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So why, why shouldn't we worry? You know, you, you might ask, well, what's wrong with worrying? You know, worrying is really like a sin. It takes you away from your trust in God. God wants you to trust him. And let's turn to Isaiah chapter 26 and we're going to read verses 3 through 4 so if you have your bible turn with me to isaiah 26 and i'm going to read verses 3 through 4. thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee trust ye in the lord forever for in the lord jehovah is everlasting strength so see what happens here, like the scripture says, see this, the word of God is supernatural. It's not just words on a paper, but it's God breath. He breathed the scriptures and word. This is his word to us and it comes to our spirit man and it helps us to understand God's plan for us. So it says here that he, that thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So it's something about keeping your mind on Jesus, keeping your trust on Jesus, no matter what the situation may look like, no matter how hard the situation gets, and no matter what people say or what the news say, you have to trust in the Lord. Because it says the other part of that scripture says, trust ye in the Lord forever. See, that's where our strength comes in. Our strength comes in when we can trust God. See, hasn't he helped you in the past? Has he ever let you down? The scripture says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. 
nor his seed begging bread. So we serve a God that's faithful. We serve a God that you can trust. And it says here that for the Lord Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, he is our God. He is our Savior. He is our Lord. Amen. And it says he is our everlasting strength. Just let that word just wash over you. That my God, Jehovah God, is my everlasting strength. You can't do it without Him. You can't live without Him. You can't move without Him. It says that we move and, we, and, and, and uh, our being, everything comes from the Lord. Everything is from Him. You can't move and do your do's or, or whatever you do on your own. It's all because of His strength. His strength. So, keep in your mind, stayed on Jesus. Now, you might say, well, Pastor Alice, how can I keep my mind stayed on Jesus? You know how you do it? It's by the Holy Spirit. So, when you sow the Word of God in your life, that means reading your Bible, and praying always, praying without ceasing. You're, you're keeping Jesus, keeping your eye on Jesus, just like Peter. Remember when Peter was in that boat and he wanted to walk on the water to where Jesus was. And so he got out of the boat, but once he took his eye off of Jesus, he began to sink. So that's the same with us today. When we take our eyes off of Jesus, we begin to sink, just like Peter did. But we have to keep our mind stayed on Jesus. That's praying, reading the word, talking to the Lord, letting the word of God penetrate your heart and your soul, reading every day, meditating. Even when you're eating, you know, maybe you're eating lunch. Just just let the word of God, you know, listen to it on your phone. You, you, you know, you have the iPhone and you have the new version Bible. Just read a scripture. Just let the, the uh, chapter just roll through while you're eating. Put your ear earphones on and listen to the word of God. It'll change your mind. It'll change your life. And it'll keep your mind stayed on Jesus. And then you can see supernatural things happen in your, in your, in your life. And see, the reason the Lord wants us to trust in him, because see, the Lord is able. He's able to keep you from falling. He's able to do the impossible. He's able to do whatever it is that you need. God is able. God can do it. He's strong. He's Jehovah. Amen. He can do it for you. So trust him today. Trust him and don't worry about your situation. Maybe you're in a situation where you've been in pain for such a long time. And that this disease has maybe overcome you and you need help. So if that's you today, God knows, Jesus knows, he sees you. He sees where you're at. He sees what you're going through and he's concerned about you. He is. The Lord loves you. Holy Spirit is here right now. And I want to pray for you today. So let's pray. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that man today. I pray for that woman today. I pray for that girl or that boy today, Lord, who's worried. Whatever their situation is, whatever their circumstance is, Lord, you said that you will keep them in perfect peace. 
whose mind is stayed on you and trust in you, Lord. So I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that that person will begin to trust you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill them today with your power and with your strength. Help them to know that you are Jehovah, that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, that you are our everlasting strength, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So Father, I pray for that person, that their mind will be stayed on you. I just rebuke fear right now. I rebuke the spirit of slumber right now. I rebuke the, the spirit of rejection right now in the name of Jesus. I, I rebuke the spirit of despair right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the, the spirit of rebellion right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to go in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that that person will now begin to trust you. That they will begin to surrender to you. That they will begin to hear your voice in Jesus name amen I saw a watch and um, I know that the Lord is saying to you it's your time it's your time now for you to surrender that to God amen I pray that you receive that prayer today and if you need further prayer I want you to call us I want 800 numbers on the screen today call us and we will pray for you and if you have a testimony, please call us and let us know. God bless you. Stay tuned for our musical selection.
is all my hope and peace nothing but the blood of Jesus this is all my righteousness nothing but the blood of Jesus oh precious broadcast of welcome home god bless you thank you so much for joining us today now get your paper get pen and get your bible let's see it's something about writing down the scripture and reading the word of god you know like i said earlier you have to have the word of god in order to have your mind stayed on jesus so this is a perfect time to get your bible out to read with me we're talking about worry today and so I want you to turn with me to scripture we're going to look at John chapter 5 and we're going to read verses 1 through 9 and this scripture is about a person who worried you know he had a condition and he had this condition a health condition for 38 years just imagine how long he was in pain just imagine how much he worried about whether or not he would be healed that at that particular time. Just imagine the pain and the suffering that he went through for 38 years. That's a long time. But see, Jesus sees you. He sees where you're at. He knows how long you've been suffering. And he is compassionate and he loves you. So we're going to read the scripture. So let's start. John chapter 5. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, 
and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. So you see here, this man was made whole immediately. So I want to look at some details of this powerful miracle. This is what Jesus did, and this is what he's given his disciples the power to do. Power to lay hands on the sick and they recover. Power to raise the dead. Power to heal the blind and those that are impotent. So we're going to look at the scripture one by one. So let's look at verse verse 2. So this is happening at uh, Jerusalem by a pool, a sheep the sheep market, a pool, which is called Bethesda. So it had five porches. So here it is, this area here that had five porches. And there lay around these porches a great multitude of sick people. You had not only impotent people there, but you had people that were blind. You had people that was uh, withered. That means that they were diseased. You had people that uh, was lame, they couldn't walk, or maybe they, they, they couldn't move, or whatever their, their situation was, but there was all kinds of sick people there. Just imagine that, an um, uh, area where everybody is, they had a condition, they had a situation, everybody had a situation, but God only spoke to this one person. And it says here that in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. So they all was waiting for an opportunity to get healed. They all were there waiting for a chance to get their situation changed. Are you like that? Many of you are in the same boat. You're having, you know, sickness or you're having disease or maybe you're having financial problems or maybe you're having marriage problems. All of us are in the same boat, but we got to get to Jesus. Amen. And that's what happened. And see, this man that was um, impotent, he didn't know how to go to Jesus and get what he needed. But see, we have an avenue to the to Jesus through the to the Father through Jesus Christ. We can go to the Father and ask him. So we don't have to wait till the angel moves upon the water. We can ask him now. He says, he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. And he says that he will answer our prayer, our calls. So when we call unto him, when we cry unto him, the Lord hears us. So let's get back to the, the scripture. So all of them were waiting for the moving of the water. For it says, an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever was first, after troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. So all of these people were waiting for an opportunity to be made whole. But only one person received what, they, what he, he needed, and that was that impotent man. 
And let's look at why. Why him? Why him out of all the people that was there? And it says here, And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. So imagine this man who had this infirmity. So it sounds like he may have lost hope because he saw no way out. Maybe he had no more faith to believe that he could ever get down to where the moving of the water was before somebody stepped in front of him. Maybe he'd just given up and said, okay, this, this is it, you know, I'll just lay here. But guess what happened? Jesus entered this picture. It says here, and when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, will thou be made whole? So see, Jesus sees some of you today. He sees that you have been in that situation for a long time. Maybe your long time is one month, or maybe your long time is, is five years, or maybe your long time is 38 years, or 40 years, whatever that case is. But a long time is at a point where you, you just stop believing, or you stop, you know, asking, or you stop just thinking that it, nothing will ever change for you. Maybe you're like this man, but Jesus knew his heart. He knew where he was, and Jesus came to him. Jesus is coming to you today. Holy Spirit is touching you today. But he's not forgotten you. He's not giving up on you. He's not wanting you to quit. He's wanting you to continue on. So it says here, what Jesus did, he asked him a question. Wilt thou be made whole? Do you want to be made whole today? Is that you today? Is that your desire? Have you even thought about that uh, again? Because it's been so long. Jesus is asking you. Holy Spirit is asking you. Do you want to be made whole today? Amen. If that's your response, I'm going to pray for you in just a minute. But let's finish this scripture. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled. So see, he already said, I don't have anybody to help me. Maybe that's you. You're saying, I don't have anybody to help me. Nobody comes to my rescue. There's no friends. There's no family. There's nobody that's helping me. But see, Jesus can help you. Jesus is concerned about everything that concerns you. He's concerned. And when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, for while I am coming, another step it down before me. So see, he was worried that he would never receive his miracle. He would never be made whole. But he was talking to Jesus Christ, who is the bread of life, who said to him in verse 8, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole. See, Jesus can, can change your situation right where you're at. You don't have to be out in the pool. You don't have to be out in the street. You don't have to be. He sees you where you're at because, see, we serve an omnipotent God. He's everywhere. So he sees your situation today. So if that's you that's about to give up, I want to pray for you today. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that man today, that woman today, who was about to give up. They thought no one loved them. But Jesus, you love them. Jesus, you love them. Father, you said in John 3, 16, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves you today. I pray, Father God, that that person will come out of the depression that they're in. I rebuke depression right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, for someone who has cigarettes. I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they will lose that desire to smoke cigarettes right now in Jesus' name. I pray that that desire will leave now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of cigarettes in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father God, that the people all over this world, the people that are listening right now, will be made whole. Whole of whatever situation that they were in. That you will make them whole today, Lord. And we thank you just, Jesus, as you did it in the Bible. Just as you did it for that impotent man. That you're doing it right now for that man or that woman today. That, that had given up. But that you have arrived on the scene, Lord Jesus. And that you're able to heal them. So I pray, Father, for healing for them right, right now in Jesus' name. I pray for restoration right now. I pray, Father God, for strength right now. And I pray, Father God, I, I see someone that there's uh, maybe blood in your urine. And I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that that person's urine will be made clean. That you will clear up their urine right now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke prostate cancer. We rebuke sickness and disease. We rebuke that right now. And we command it to go in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for your healing power to make them whole again right now in jesus name amen amen i feel the power of the holy spirit praise god praise god praise god and if you need further prayer i want you to call us our 1-800 number is on the screen call us tell us of your testimony or if you need further prayer just give us a call 1-800-380-2127 god bless you and stay tuned for our tea thought for today Amen. Welcome to our tea thought for today. Tea meaning the thought for today. Amen. You know, our program today was about truth. And so I want to talk to you out of um, John chapter 15 where Jesus said that because it's in red, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So see, Jesus is the only true vine. We have to stay connected. And you see this tree right here? You want to break apart a piece of it off, then it's not no longer connected to the vine. It's by itself. And it can't grow. It can't, it can't uh, get its nourishment because he is no longer connected to the true vine. We have to stay connected to Jesus. We have to stay connected to the true vine. Jesus says, I am the true vine. He is the true vine. He's the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And it says here in verse 7, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. So abiding in Christ is what we should do. We should all abide in Jesus. God bless you, and thank you for joining us today.
you for watching today's broadcast with Pastor Alice Smith. We invite you to tune in next week as we continue to explore the place that Christ has prepared for us. Welcome home.